It's noisy, and that's how it sounded today as we learned which way the mop is going to flop with Brett Kavanaugh. It looks like it's 51 to 49. We just heard the clip in our newscast. We played it earlier as we began the show of Senator Susan Collins saying she is going to confirm Brett Kavanaugh. What a scene, one for the history books, and it's not over yet. Let's go to Washington. We are joined by Reggie Cicchini. Washington Bureau producer, Global National. Reggie Giacchini, welcome. How are you? I'm well, Arlene. How are you? Hey, I am good. So wonderful to have you, Reggie, as we mop up after this day, that dramatic moment. I was listening to Senator Collins. It went on forever and ever and ever. And we were left following the breadcrumbs of where she was going to go. And yes, we were right. It is an affirmative. Has he got this thing? Absolutely, he does. And when Senator Collins started up this speech, which, I mean, I should note that that was one of the shorter speeches for the Senate floor, just to kind of give it a a little perspective there. But as she started on with that speech where she was going on about Brett Kavanaugh's background, about his judicial record, about how he's worked inside the U.S. Court of Appeals alongside Merrick Garland, who was one time himself a Supreme Court nominee, you kind of got the idea where this was actually headed. Most of the office at this point had said, well, I can assume that this is going to be a yes vote. And at the end of that, despite the fact she did not mention anything about his temperament during his testimony, she decided, yes, his record speaks for itself. The allegations couldn't be proven. I have no choice but to say yes to this. Now, we played the sound of the protest. They were there. Reggie, we all know this is not just about the Supreme Court nomination anymore. This is about women. This is about Me Too. This is about polarization. It started with some questions that Brett Kavanaugh might be a good choice for this president because he doesn't believe in indicting a sitting president. There's a lot of politics in this, and that's why I guess we're saying it's one for the history books. Absolutely. Look, this is a this is a Supreme Court nominee likely to soon become a Supreme Court justice who says that what a president says, what a president does shouldn't be up against any kind of uh, argument or criticism. A president like Donald Trump can do and act as he needs to do. And we shouldn't be able to get in the way of him as a judicial and law system. Uh, But you're right. This is this is a point in time where uh, women are standing up and saying, look, this Me Too movement, this this uh, nonstop allegations of sexual assault against women in the U.S. needs to be heard and it needs to be heard now. Susan Collins mentioned that during her speech, saying that this is an important time and women need to be heard. She said that she understood and she listened to Dr. Ford, but like most Republicans who have responded to this, they say that Dr. Ford was assaulted. They just don't think that it was by Brett Kavanaugh, and that's drawing a lot of criticism from Democrats and from critics alike. Exactly. I mean, this uh, this identification is a, it's a good way out because that's why I guess they they're sitting around and they're saying, OK, we believe because they don't want to say they don't believe we believe. But it wasn't him. There's one thing we do know that was Brett Kavanaugh giving that testimony. And there's been a lot of negativity about his emotion and more specific, specifically his partisanship. We have a retired Supreme Court judge weighing in a yesterday saying he he really admires Kavanaugh. However, he thinks that performance disqualified him. Senator Collins not mentioning that. No, and she also was mentioning the fact that the that he still stands in high standing and that the uh, that that Brett Kavanaugh stands in good regards with the American Bar Association. But she didn't talk about the fact that the American Bar Association is now saying, look, we need to reopen our look at whether or not that Brett Kavanaugh is fitted to be or fit rather to be sitting on the Supreme Court. 
report. She didn't mention things like that. She didn't mention that the American Bar Association has put out notes in the past saying that this stuff needs to be looked into as well. So this was very selective speaking in part of Susan Collins. She was talking to her GOP colleagues inside that room with her, but she was also paying uh, noting or she also noted that there was a party of one in the White House also paying attention to her speech. So she spoke of the high points because she knows that the president wanted to hear those. And that is the observation as Brett Kavanaugh. He wasn't angry on his Fox News interview. He did just a lot of weeping. He was very quiet. He was very reserved, sad, crying. He cried and yelled in that testimony. Let me ask you, Reggie, uh, as we looked that this vote is going towards Kavanaugh, what is the stain? What has been left politically? First of all, the Republicans, they have trouble heading into the midterms. It looks like they're running behind in some races. Is this enough to put the wind under the wings of the Republicans as they need it now? I don't know about that because this, well, sure, it's a big win for the president. It's a big win for the GOP heading into this election right now. This is going to be a big push to get Democratic voters out of their house and at the polls on November 6th. The Republicans, they're already facing an uphill battle when it comes to things like getting a retaining control of the House. Maybe not so much when it comes to retaining control of the Senate, but this is really going to drive the Democrats out to say, get out and vote, get out and make change. There's some big races right now where Democrats are actually leading over top of of a Republican area, or, or they're also uh, in, in races right now that are leaning Democrat that normally wouldn't be leaning Democrat. A GOP win, sure, this is a big thing for them, but it also is going to be a stain on the party as the Democrats are going to use this as an advantage. I was listening to one Democratic analysis, and they said, you know what, if Kavanaugh is confirmed, it's actually better for the Democrats. It keeps the anger going, and it might have been better for the Republicans if they had to toss them aside and they could say those Democrats, look what they're doing to our system. Absolutely. This is a one against the other observation always. The Democrats will say, look, we needed this win so that we could show you that things aren't working the way that they need to work, that Donald Trump keeps getting these wins, but he shouldn't be getting these wins because lots of Democrats are saying these are ill-gotten wins. Republicans, on the other hand, are saying, well, maybe we didn't need this win right now. We could have just left it aside. We could have not had to go through all of these fights, and we could have just let the United States Supreme Court sit with a 4-4 uh, uh, bench for the next two years and then use that as our advantage going into to the 2020 election. So this is a small win on both sides. It's a small loss on both sides. But we're really going to see what happens with this vote or with this confirmation if it goes through on November 7th, the day after the midterms. Uh, Reggie, finally, you know, if the vote may go through tomorrow and they may push it f- forward. However, the media is relentless. There's no doubt there's a lot of media following up a lot of stories. And today there was a story from those who went to school with Kavanaugh, male friends, and they, they think this vote should be stalled. There's going to be discussion. This is not over. The politics of it is not over after this vote on the weekend. Absolutely not. This is going to be like an 11th hour that's in Groundhog Day that's going to come over and over and over again, like we saw with those op-eds that came out in the Washington Post last night. But even just now, Chuck Grassley, the chair of the Judiciary Committee, says we're still actually looking into things from Dr. Ford's testimony. And when he was questioned about that, saying, what's the point of looking into these things right now if the confirmation's going through and you have the FBI report? He says, well, allegations were made and things were said during the testimony, so we need to follow up with it. So now you're going to have critics and Democrats 
Democrats alike saying, well, why are we pushing through a vote right now if you're still looking at information? That's going to drive this media cycle right through to the election. Unless there has been some hinting they're going to try to hold Dr. Ford accountable for things that they may find or believe are not true. Could there be revenge in here? There very well could, and we could see that because we already learned that we had one person who was sitting there with a very partisan tone, but there are allegations that he may have lied under oath, and that's where a lot of the focus has been right now. If Dr. Ford was found to have lied under oath, nobody's talked about any potential Mm -hmm. ramifications on this point, so that'll be another area where this story is not going to fizzle out just because a confirmation goes through. Reggie Cicchini, take care. It's wild out there in Washington, Reggie. It's always choppy seas here. Okay, wear a hard hat. Reggie, thank you. So great to talk to Reggie Cicchini, Washington Bureau producer, Global National. And there is the report on how we began our show today. We were talking about women and politics and also the partisan nature of this thing. This is, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today that's going to come up on your Thanksgiving dinner. And you're not going to want to turn the dial because you need information, ammunition, no matter what what side you're on. You got to get ready for this. It's all going to be nice when they first come through the door. Let's face it, a couple of glasses of vino. The the conversation is going to take a turn. I'm Arlene Bynum in for John Oakley.